getting a sinus infection. So, heads up, you guys. Rest in peace. What, my sinuses? No bueno. Oh my god. <laughs> you trying to kill me? Okay. Hey guys, this is the Spooky Chat Podcast. I'm Monica. This is Jennifer. And this is Tim. We're recording today at the Austin Public Library. And uh, this is a few weeks after, this is going to air a few weeks afterwards. And uh, we had a rough night. We had a Halloween party. I had a Halloween party. Tim, well, <laughs> yeah, Nancy, Miss Nancy yeah. hosted a Halloween party last night. We had it early this year. And I hope I don't sound too rough today. I think we're all, uh, a cold front is about to come into Austin. So, so excited. I mean, it's finally going to feel like fall. Yeah, we're sitting here at the table carving a pumpkin. And <laughs> we all wish that you could see it. There's no pumpkin here. There's no pumpkin. <laughs> we should have carved pumpkins last night. We didn't even play games. We just watched movies, which yeah. was awesome for me. We Horrible. watched It. Horrible it. movie. Oh my god, it was so scary. And, okay, did you realize that that movie that you showed us, Tales of Halloween... That it has like two other sequels, and Terrifier was on that BuzzFeed list. I did not realize that. Yeah, you guys kept pointing out the clown, and yeah, the the same. But now I'm gonna have to go back and watch them all. Yeah, so Terrifier is like one of those stories, I guess, expanded. One of my friends said last night it probably starts out all hokey, but then it ends crazy because he doesn't talk. He just like goes around and looks at you and kills somebody, and then looks at you and laughs about it. And it's like, why would you do that? Because and he's a clown. I don't like clowns either. What about you guys? No, hard pass. Get the hell out of my house. Well, my favorite clown is Bozo the Clown, so that's how I feel about clowns. I love clowns. I think my favorite clown might be Krusty. I don't have a favorite clown at all. Don't I don't. Well, me. I mean, he's like, he's the one I can handle because he's animated. Pennywise is cool. No, he's not. Oh. I can handle Ronald mm-hmm. McDonald. And that's it. Yeah, Ronald McDonald, give me a cheeseburger. But like Ronald McDonald, like the plastic one that sits on the bench. <laughs> yeah, not like what about rodeo bench. clowns? How do y'all feel about rodeo oh, clowns? I like rodeo clowns. Yeah. Those are actual helpful. I have a real thing to do and I might get hurt clowns. Are they the ones who wear the barrels around their body? Yes, because they're going to get hit by the bulls. Mm-hmm. But like a regular clown, it's the, I think it's because you can't see the face. Mm-hmm. And because their face is all that white makeup. And then they draw on their features. That's you not know, makeup. That's their face. We know someone who was a clown in college. Wait, who's a clown? I am shook. What does that even mean? <laughs> like, what do you do? You do, like, you wear the outfit and you make the balloon thing. I feel like I knew that and I forgot it on purpose. Thank you for yeah. reminding me yeah. and putting it into my long term. Someone we know did that. Terrible, someone, how can you thing. say that? Like, somebody was a clown. That like, a, is like a former job. It's one step. Pennywise. Do you go to clown school for that? Like, you know what, like clowning, Cam did? I feel like clowning is the same thing like when you're a mime. Like you have to apprentice and shit. Like it's real. Like I feel like it's real shit, but it's real scary shit to me. I can't, I just, it's because I can't see your face. I can't, and I don't know who's under there. Yeah. It's like a mask without a mask. Like I'm scared of masks, but I'm scared of face paint too. But like all over face paint. I don't know. Clowns are right up there for me with like Robert the doll, like creepy dolls. Oh my clowns, god. That kind of stuff. Did you see that sh- that movie The Doll? No. I didn't hear good reviews about it, but we still have not finished it in my household. 
Because at, there's one point where she's taking a shower because she's getting ready for a date and eventually she ends up locked in the attic and then she comes down and all her clothes are out and that doll's just like, mm-hmm, bet you didn't make that date. Like, the way he looks at her is like, mm-hmm, and I'm like, mm-mm, Brahms, fuck it. You're done. I'm done. Bye. I'm done. I've got nothing to add. You like dolls? I don't mind them. Actually, I kind of like them. The scary... Um, Porcelain dolls are the best. <laughs> wow. Well, guys, on this episode, we did a an interview with a family member of Monica's. Mm-hmm. And he told us several stories. Your family member told us some stories. He told us some real bangers. And... He's my brother-in-law. Yes. I think you just wanted to say banger. Yeah, I did. And he told us some really great stories. This next one is from his hometown. And I'll just let him introduce it. Hello. I'm Michael. Welcome to the show. Cool. Thanks Do you have me. something spooky to share? A couple of things. A few stories. Uh, I was going to tell you all first about the Whistling Man. Uh, it's like an urban legend in Corpus Christi. That's where I'm from. Um, when I was younger, probably about eight or nine, my cousin wanted to scare the crap out of us. And he told us a story that I later found to be a big thing in Corpus Christi and it was the whistling man. And that's where you're from Corpus Christi. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He starts telling us this story. Uh, one night him and his friend, they were, you know, drinking, doing stuff. They're walking downtown Corpus Christi. And I don't know if you've ever been there, but you can tell when you go downtown, there's not a lot of people. It's really dark. There's not a lot of light. So you're pretty much by yourself. Usually walking around in Corpus at night or at night all the time okay uh, during the day it's still a little bit dead but you can still see more people but at night it's pretty spooky um so him and his friend are walking and they hear somebody behind them whistling you know just whistling while they walk and he's like and it seems like they're following us you know and they've been walking with us for a couple of blocks oh, no. so they keep walking they they never turn around until his friend you know his friends you know thug so he's like man i'm gonna turn around i'm like what the hell are you doing dude like why the fuck are you following us yeah well he turns around and all he sees is a trench coat and a top hat not a top hat but you know like a like a, you know, a wide a wide brim hat okay and a panama hat and he says that he yeah <laughs> he says all i see is the hat and the trench coat there's oh, no. nobody there and as soon as i stop and turn around and look at it like really look at it it starts running and chasing me. Ah. So me and my friends start booking it and we just run. And we run and run and run and we stop at one point to look around and see if it's chases. And it's and it almost caught up with oh us. Oh my god. We keep running, we keep running. They ran all the way back to uh his parents' house. Don't my, go home. My aunt's house. It's gonna know where you live. Well, and I didn't think about it until recently when I was thinking about the story that one night him and his friend bust through the door, breathing really heavily, sweating like crazy. And we were like, what are y'all doing? And they're just like, somebody just, something following us. So we're like, okay. And they're like, no, no don't open the door. Don't open the door. So we open the door, nothing there. That was so they were being chased, and you were at the house that night, and they ran to the house. Yeah, and I didn't think about it, but I remember being at the being at the house when they were being chased. Oh my god! I assumed it was a 
prank? Somebody that was pissed off at them. Oh. Something stupid. Okay. But after a few minutes, they finally caught their breath, and they're like, no, we just got chased by a ghost. Oh, my God. And I'm like, come on. You guys are crazy. Whatever. You're you're probably high or drunk or something. Well, we're going to have to research the trench coat man in Corpus Christi now. Yeah. And, and years later, I found out that it was a common theme. Uh, uh, two of my friends had said that they had been chased by the whistling man. Bullshit. And my cousin said that the story he heard was years ago, a man and his wife would walk downtown Corpus Christi. And he would always whistle a tune, you know, something just to pass the time while walking with his wife. And they lived downtown. So they would walk all the time. One night they were walking. They got mugged. The man and his wife died. Uh, And his son became Batman. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Ghetto Batman. (laughs) But I thought it was pretty interesting because they they told us... uh, the, The people that told us the story were saying... Oh, yeah, that actually happened, and this old man and his wife were killed. And and then all of a sudden, people started getting chased by a man in a coat and a hat. Hmm. But the main thing is, they say, don't turn around. If you don't turn around and look at him... He won't chase you? He won't chase you. But you will hear whistling until you get to your destination. Who was that person in Greek mythology, Orpheus? He was like... Don't turn around, and you can have your lover follow you from the underworld. Yeah, I couldn't do it. I don't, was it Orpheus? Because the lady turned around, or someone turned. I thought the, he turned the around. The guy turned around. Yeah, and she was oh, yeah, behind and she him got the whole time. Back. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do it. I could. Well, and the natural instinct is to is, turn around. Are they right? there? Yeah. Like especially, who is this? especially if you're being followed. Yeah. Yeah, do you also hear footsteps, or do you just hear whistling? You just hear the whistling. I wonder if you turn around and it's just like the trench coat is floating, and there's no arms, face, or feet. That's what that's what he made oh, it sound like. The, it, all you see is a trench coat and a hat. And from the three people that I know that have seen this, that's all they've seen. So weird. And I and and you know me, Mona. I'm I'm not. I don't really believe in this stuff. I, I and I've I've seen things, I've seen certain things, but it's still not enough to make me believe. And I've and I've walked downtown Corpus a lot. Never heard anybody whistling behind me. And I always said I was like, oh, maybe it's because I'm a skeptic or something. So, are you a skeptic just for this story or for all stories? For most, because I know you've seen and heard other weird things. Yeah, yeah, and. Some of them, I'm like, man, I want to believe. I want to believe, but I, I'm not. I'm still not sure because it's it's never physically happened to me. That's true. Well, I mean, based on what you've told me, it hasn't. Yeah. Pink sweater. Not pink. It's, it's silver. It's silver. <laughs> it's purple. It's sparkly. So, what did you guys think of the story? It gave me the heebie-jeebies. Yeah, that was a pretty creepy story. Um, I'm not going to lie, though. I really kind of hope that the next time I'm down in Corpus that I hear some whistling behind me oh, just no. to see what will happen. I don't think I ever want to run into that sort of entity. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess I also don't really want to run, so maybe I I don't want to 
See, you you think you do until you realize, oh, you have to get away. Oh, I have to run. Yep. Basically. You're not going to run. Tim doesn't run. not going to run. I don't run. So I heard a variation of this story. I think at the time I was like, this is a totally new story. But I have heard a variation and it's just a guy that whistles. But I had not heard any of that kind of backstory. So I did a little bit of research. It's not great research, you guys. Come on. It's us. So I researched the whistler, El Sibon. Does that sound like a correct pronunciation? Sibon? Sibon, yeah. Sibon. El Sibon. The whistler. And I started off my jump off Wikipedia. It is a legendary figure in Colombia and Venezuela. And a lot of the stories I found came from Venezuela specifically. And uh, from the Los Llanos province. Thank you. And you're welcome. Because <laughs> he got on to me about La Llorona. Well, I didn't want you to say Los Llanos. <laughs> Los Llanos. <laughs> Whenever I say Llano, I'm like, Llano. Uh, don't you mean Llano? But I don't say anything because I'm not from there. My husband just goes there to kill things. Um, animals. Animals, not, well, you. not people. That you know he of, might. That I mean, we can even say on the air. Yeah, I don't know his life like that. He comes home with deer, but what if that's just like the last thing he does to cover it up? Yeah, because what do you? What does he eat while he's out there? People, jerky, oh. chicharron, people chicharron. jerky. Remember how yesterday he had that huge piece of chicharron? How did you leave it in your bag? I took it out. I put it in the refrigerator. Oh, that's sad. Okay, so there's a place you can go that has a huge slab of chicharron. And they cut off pieces of it for chicharrones for you. But he gets the huge slab of chicharron. Oh, my God. He loves it. He can't get enough of it. And I think he hides it. Like, I think he gets it, <laughs> but he hides it in his truck. Because I also love chicharron, but not to the part, not to the point that he loves chicharron. And he doesn't want to share it? He doesn't want to share. Wrong for that. That's okay. I hide chocolate in the freezer from him all the time also. So... I'm alone right now, so I don't have to hide anything. Like, my Snickers are just out on the counter. Uh, what about your cats? They don't eat that. Because you have to unwrap it. Freedom is just another word for nothing left to lose. Please, just Joplin's estate, don't sue me. But <laughs> you don't have anything to lose. Yeah. It's That's 100% your freedom. So when I had heard the story, I had also heard that it was somebody that was cursed and doomed, but I hadn't heard that it was a couple and that he was there to get revenge on his wife. I heard it was a dude who had done something really bad. And he was there to kind of get more souls to make up for what he did. And that's kind of the story that I found. There are several different legends. And there are some that continue today. In certain regions, he's still... El Sibon is still blamed for people getting killed. Mm-hmm. And like, you know how the wind makes certain notes... And you know how the wind whistles and it makes certain notes, it blows through the trees. Well, when they hit certain points, people say, oh, that's El Sibon and someone's going to die tomorrow. Yikes. Yeah. It's super crazy. I want to meet him. No, why? You don't because you have to run away. See? Oh, my. Oh, my. (laughs) My lands. At L-A-A-R-E-P-A-P-D-X.com. The Whistleman story. Oh, there are several different stories that have to do with El Sabon. And there are several different villages that they say he comes from. Guanarito is one. El Vijayo is another. And those are just regions in Venezuela that this legend comes from. 
And there are three different versions of the story. And I'm going to read almost word for word. So once again, the website, www.laarepapdx.com, The Whistleman Story. So the first one, the whistleman was a boy who killed and gutted his father after his father raped and killed his girlfriend because the father thought she was promiscuous. What the heck? Then the grandfather ties him up to a tree, destroys his back with lashes, and puts chili and boiling water in there. And then they have a dog come and bite the ankles of the boy. And then he's cursed to carry a bag with the bones of his father with a dog biting him for all eternity. Now that one sounds like like he's avenging his girlfriend and he was kind of punished for avenging his girlfriend, which sounds a little backwards to me. But the second version is a boy who wanted everything and he wanted to eat certain entrails. And this is a story that I'm like, okay, this is the one I know. Where the boy was super hungry and hungry and hungry. And his dad came back empty handed. He didn't get him what he wanted. So the boy got mad, killed his father, gutted him, and brought the entrails back to the mom. The mom's like, oh, what are this? And he's like, oh, they're deer entrails. Knowing full well it's the father's entrails. So the mom starts cooking it. And she's like, "Where's when's dad coming home? He's like, oh, he's home. He'll be home. And the boy eats them. But the mom somehow figures out this is the husband. Like, mm-hmm. This is her husband. This is the dad. This is not her. This is not some random animal that the boy brought home. So she tells the grandfather. The grandfather punishes the boy by lashing him again, tying him up to a tree, and lashing him some more, rubbing chili powder in the wounds, and then having um, the dog come in and bite his ankles. And then putting the remains of the father into a bag and having the boy forever, um, eternally going around terrorizing people. That's going to show up. And uh, having the dog bite his heels. So that's, that's the story that I was familiar with. And then there's a third version. And this one says the um, temperamental young boy who had everything he wanted. And one day he went hunting in the plains with his father. While they were walking, a twisted tree stepped in their way. The boy asked the father to straighten it out, but the father said, no, a twisted tree never straightens. You know that. And then the boy, after that, the boy told his father, if you always knew it, why did you let me grow the way I am like a twisted tree? Now I will never be able to change the way that I am, and it's your fault. And the boy kills his father, brings him back, and tries to have the mother cook him. The mother knows that it's not entrails, informs the father-in-law, and the same thing happens. Either way, in all of the legends, the man, the young boy, is punished, and he has to carry some sort of sack with entrails, and he always has, like, a dog snipping at his heels. As far as how he looks, which is, this is so crazy to me, the legend says he became a three-meter-tall boy with long legs and is seen during the dry season at the top of tree the trees playing with dust, and during the rain season, around May, Roaming with a thirst for vengeance. Hunting drunk men, hitting them with a stick until it kills them. Sucking their belly button to extract the alcohol from their body. Oh, that's how you get it out. eating their viscera. Uh-huh. And then um, the main sign of him being around is the whistle. And you hear seven musical notes following the scale. Um, so A, B, C, D. And then E, F, G, A. And if you hear the whistle far away, it means he is just next to you. And if you hear the whistle close, it means he's far away. And that the only way to escape alive is for him to say out loud the name of the dog, Tariko, 
make the sound of the dog barking, snap a whip, or show him a chili pepper, which is what was rubbed into him. And I've also heard that if you lay there and if you wake up and see him and acknowledge him, he goes away. But if you stay asleep, like you're scared, then he takes you. Hmm. So you, in, in both of these, you have to wake up and like acknowledge him, acknowledge that he's there. And in this one, you have to talk about the dog that nips his heels. And it's said that during heavy rainy nights, the whistle man sometimes walks away from the roads and visits the houses of people to wait under the roof of the front yard until the rain stops. He tosses his bag and with lots of concentration starts counting one by one the bones of his victims, including his father's. And if any member of the house hears the sound of the bones while he's counting, nothing happens. So again, if you're awake and you can actually hear the bones, nothing's going to happen to you. But if no one hears it, if everybody stays asleep, one member of the family will not wake up the next day. Wait, so if you, if it, what? So he's counting the bones in his sack. Right. And if somebody wakes up and they hear him counting bones... And I guess get him to like acknowledge that, oh, I see you counting bones. But then you said if no one wakes up? If no one wakes up. If everybody How do you like know if he's sleeper, there? How would anyone know he was there? Somebody dies? Like, yeah. Right? Yeah. Like if somebody, but how can, you blame, how can you blame the whistling man for the death if you don't even know that he's there? Well, I think some people hear the whistle. Like but you your said, neighbors around you say, well, I heard the whistle oh, last okay. night. Okay. I guess that up. makes more sense. They died. I'm, I'm picturing somebody in the house. I, I I don't I just don't know how you could associate the death with the whistling man if no one's supposed to be awake to hear it. Well, it's no one's awake in your house. Right. But what if I heard it in my house and I woke up and I told everybody in my house, but your household didn't hear it and one of y'all dies. Okay. Well then I'm telling everybody, I'm like, Hey, I heard the whistle man, I woke my people up, y'all should have done the same. <laughs> and this was the first time I had heard of it being in the Americas, being in like the US. I'm I'm creeped out by the idea of the whistling man, but um, I've got questions. Like, why is he whistling? <laughs> like, what is it with the whistle? Where did that part come from? I don't know. None of the legends really mention anything about him whistling, other than that's just what he does afterwards. It didn't say anything about what he does during his life. Yeah. Like, it didn't say, oh, he whistled during life. And what's the thing with the dog? Like, why is there a dog involved? Because when they tied him up, when the grandpa tied him up and tortured him and rubbed chili in his back... He also had his dog come out and nip at his t- heels, nip at his ankles and bite his ankles. And then when he untied him and cursed him to forever hold the bag, the dog is forever chasing him. Okay. So if he Just somehow part of his punishment. Yeah. If he somehow gets in your house, then you need to call a dog. Tariko. Tariko. Or pull a chili pepper out of your pocket. Yeah. Well, I mean, you should sleep with him on your bedside. I don't know why you don't have chili peppers in your pocket anyway. <laughs> I don't have pockets. Oh. Ladies' pants never have pockets. They don't. They have faux pockets, which is Tareko. stupid. Tareko. Um, I have a story. Oh, about this? I Sort of. I don't know if it even is. Hell yeah, tell me about it. One time, so you know where my haunted house was on the east side. We're familiar. I was with my cousin. She's one of my older cousins. We were walking. It, I feel like it wasn't nighttime because I don't think that I would have been allowed out walking on the street at nighttime. But it might have been. We were walking and somebody whistled at us. And I turned around and there was a guy and he waved and I waved back. And my cousin was like, don't turn around. First of all, don't answer them. And I was like, why? And she's like, I can't tell you. I, I, I Nothing. Let's just go. 
And then we walked away. How old were you? I was young, maybe like 10 or 11. You didn't know yet. You were I being didn't know. I, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say. It was like construction workers. So, cat calls <laughs> and El Mm-hmm. Same thing. How do you know? Well, you're not supposed to turn around the other way. I know. Don't turn around. I know that now. Don't look. Don't acknowledge. Just keep going. Stone face. Resting bitch face, which I'm like, why does it, why does it have to be a bitch? Why can't I just have a resting face? I don't have a smile. Sorry. Yeah. It takes you more muscles to smile, I think, doesn't it? I think so. More wrinkles, that's for sure. Yeah, I try not to smile so I don't get wrinkles. So, true. I'm sorry that happened to you. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, too. But how do you know which one's paranormal and which one's just an asshole on the street? I don't even, I don't even well, acknowledge. Well, if you care enough to find out, just be ready to run. <laughs> <laughs> or yell to Rico. Yeah, either way. <laughs> yell to Rico and run. <laughs> yell to Rico, then turn around. To <laughs> And then like, burp, 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 burp. And then throw your chili pepper at him. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I've never been alone downtown walking and any time that I was it's been at least 15 years ago and it wasn't quite downtown it's been on campus like one ca- one side of campus to the other like the study group lets out at like nine and I need to get back to the other side of the campus what do you guys think going back and forth what are you supposed to do so I mean what are you supposed to do <coughs> cough I feel like nowadays you can't walk alone anywhere yeah so, so I don't know always in pairs everybody yes. Men, women, whoever. I like, pears. I like pears. The fruit. <laughs> yeah. Let us know if you guys have any stories about the Whistling Man where you are or what if there's a local downtown legend. Thank you guys for joining us on the Spooky Chat Podcast. I apologize. We are all sick, hungover, tired. Tired. It is a lie. But yes, thank you for listening. Tell your friends to uh, listen to us. Like, subscribe, rate, review. Can y'all email? Please, buddy. We want to hear your story. Do you think we're too critical? Do you think we come off as too critical? No way. We're waiting. We want to hear it. I'd love to hear your story. And if you want, we can change names. We can say, oh. Tom. We'll call you Tom. Tom (laughs) sent this story instead of whatever name you had. And let us know. Let us know what you want us to say on air. Yeah. It's your control. Yeah. Any stories to SpookyChatPodcast at gmail.com. Thank you to Forrest Wilson for our awesome song, Gallows. And please, guys, follow us on Instagram at Spooky underscore chat underscore podcast. Thank you, guys. Thank you. And y'all. And Mike, thank you for your story. Oh, yeah. It was really great. And you guys, I hope that you you stay tuned because we're going to have some more stories for you. Stay safe, Spooky Babies. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Right? She like had this side. My right energy after. level is like Stay safe, you babies. <sighs>
So I should be. What? We get it. You have a loud voice. <laughs> I just don't give a shit. I feel like I'm peeking at you around the microphone. Yeah, but I like it. Your hair looks good today. It looks like it looks like the snowball is wearing a cute little wig and glasses. Like it's super cute. I like it. Maybe it's you could take a picture for the Insta, but don't show my face. <laughs> we'll get Tim to like blow the right where the microphone up. is. So it looks like the snowball has a wig on. It's cute. I like it. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs>